listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Gossip Girl After Show. Woo! Can I get an applause, Ronnie? No, okay. <laughs> you're not getting. Yeah. There you go. Hello, Gossip Girl fans. I, I just wanted to hear your applause because I knew you were so excited about the finale. <laughs> I am so excited. This finale was huge, crazy, huge. so much going on. I can't even. Oh my gosh! First off, I am Jessica King. Tweet us. Tweet me. I am Jessica King. And I'm Stephanie Wenger, and you can tweet me at Stephanie Wenger. And Bing is for doing. And before we do anything else, we are going to start this Gossip Girl finale, The Return of the Ring, Season 5, Episode 24. I must say, I'm a little bit sad that it's over until the fall. I know. I kind of wanted to see like the scenes from next week's episode. Yeah. I, kept, I kept waiting and I was like, oh, that's right. They yes. filmed it yet. And you know what? Um, Gossip Girl even mentioned it. Like She was like, see you next fall. And I kind of was just like, don't say that. <laughs> fall is so far away. But needless to say, we have so much to talk about. So I feel like this finale just kind of is going to hold us over for a little bit because there's so much going on. I know every week when Roxy was here, we'd always talk about how confused we were. By the way, Roxy, we miss you. She is lucky enough to still be in college and on summer vacation, and she is touring Europe for the summer. Jealous. Can we all just say a little jealous? (laughs) And we're here in the studio, which we love, but... Yeah, Europe sounds kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, we open every episode talking about how confused we are. I wouldn't necessarily say I was confused a ton this episode, but I definitely was a little bit overwhelmed. There's so much going on. I had to keep, you know, rewinding. Like I always say, I was just like my jaw was dropping, and I was just like, "What is going on?" Um, yeah, the DVR and I, the rewind button on my DVR, and I became friends during this episode because I was like, "Wait, what did he just see? What happened? Wait, okay, I'm going back." Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not smart, and I forgot to DVR it, so I had to watch it online. So every time I rewound it, it would take forever to reload, and then it would go back too far. I had to watch another commercial, (laughs) and it was getting really frustrated. But anyway, let's get started. So the episode starts out with Okay, last week we saw that um, Gossip Girl had released Blair's diary, excerpts from her diary that obviously she got from Serena. So we already knew that this was going to be a blow up. So the episode starts out with more excerpts being released, Gossip Girl's releasing them one at a time, and they always seem to hit right at the perfect time. So Blair and Serena are kind of pitted against each other 
in the very beginning of this episode. Yeah, you kind of saw them all season doing very well together. They weren't kind of they were getting away from their high school ways. And then you saw kind of that return to the frenemies that they always have been in this episode. And we always talk about that, too, about how they need to figure out are they best friends or are they not? Because best friends don't treat each other like that. And it just makes me so mad that Serena would even have those excerpts. You know, I know that she was profusely apologizing to Blair and good for Blair like that's not okay that's not cool and what did Serena say she just wanted to know that she could have them you know but she had no intention of releasing them that doesn't make it any better no it doesn't and it also seems like a lie in general you just why would you have them if you weren't planning to release them totally totally so um the first excerpt that's released is basically Blair confessing that she you know she loves Dan. I mean, she likes Dan a lot, but she doesn't know if cultural stimulation is enough. And she's afraid that she will never love someone as much as she loves. Not loved, but loves. And they make a big point of that. Yes. Chuck. So this goes out to everyone. Blair has stolen Dan's phone so that he hasn't, so he can't see it, hoping to kind of do some damage control. And Chuck gets to see it, and he kind of gets a little smirk of satisfaction on his face. And who wouldn't? I yeah. mean, that's, I feel like that would be every ex-boyfriend would just be like, oh, she still has feelings for me, even if he didn't feel the same way. Totally. 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 And um, I mean, that was kind of, I, I like really wished that Roxy would be here tonight just for that, to see that, you know, it's the beginning of their everlasting relationship again. So. Yeah, and she is such a fan. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's, a fan is, like, not even the word. I know. Obsessed. <laughs> Obsessed would probably be a more accurate description. Yes. So uh, back to Blair and Serena kind of against each other. Now this kind of throws them into a back-and-forth frenzy. So then Blair... Is um, she calls all of her minions in, which we haven't seen for a while, Mm -hmm. and she puts them to work and, um, you know, trying to kind of fix things as much as possible and figure out how to get the diaries back. She has like a trunk full of diaries, so she's kind of like on one end admitting to people and kind of trying to forewarn them before they hear about it from Gossip Girl, and then on the other end, still trying to keep Dan from seeing the the things because that's what she's. Dan and Chuck, actually. And she stops one of her minions, Penelope, and tells Penelope to find as much dirt on Serena as possible. So the war has officially begun. And um, what she ends up getting one jo- a job that Ser- last summer when Serena went to L.A. Yeah. and got an amazing job um, through the director, she pretty much put the kibosh on that. Right, exactly. She was going after anything and everything that Serena now cares about. So Serena thought she had secured another job, I guess, for his next project or whatever. She was going to the premiere. She was becoming part of this Hollywood clique. Mm-hmm. And um, Blair was like, nope, not happening. Don't don't think that for a second. Yeah. What do you how do you feel about this whole like BFF enemies love you, hate you? I mean, are you over it or is this kind of just what do, what do you think of this whole thing I thought that it actually sets them up for a great uh, what is apparently going to be their final season um, I think that it's going to be interesting to see them go back to that first season that frenemy experience and how they undo it and hopefully become friends in the end I think that's what at least I as a Gossip Girl fan want to see is them 
be friends and support each other and have that supportive relationship. It's going to go one of two ways. They're either going to get there and be friends or it's going to tear them totally apart. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm interested to see what way it goes. I don't think they should be friends. I think they should just stop trying because I wouldn't want a friend like either of them, to be honest, if, if I had to keep, you know, getting stabbed in the back and then, you know, stitching it up and then getting stabbed again. Yeah. So. No, I think right now they're not good friends for each other. But if they can find a way to be supportive of each other, mm-hmm. um, Maybe in next season they're just going to be complete enemies. I know, and a full-on war. I yeah. think I like your like grin over yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm calling that. I think I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on. Chuck and his dad reunited. Dad okay. resurrected from... Dad. Really? <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand how it's... I mean, it just happened last week or two weeks ago, and now it's just such a normal thing. Like, no one questions him. It's just like, welcome back, Bart. It's been a while. Hey. It's like he went on a business trip, and they were like, welcome back, Bart. It's not like, where were you? We had a funeral for you. Like, what happened here? No, none of that is a question at all. Like, whose body is in that coffin? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and then Chuck throws him a welcome back party, because he needs to explain to society that his dad rose from the dead. Yeah. Um, interesting, to say the least. So we see this whole, you know, interaction between father and son. Bart's kind of trying to make up for lost time, apparently. He's um, convincing Chuck that he needs to go for Blair. Who cares about Dan? Who cares about anything else? Because basses go for what they want, and they're strong men. Yeah, and I think you see that Chuck really will do anything to please his dad at this point. He yes. is so happy after all this struggle with being the only one left in his family and having all the weight of the, um, of the legacy of his family on his shoulders. He's really excited to have his dad back and really wants him back in the fold quickly and back in the business and all of this. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, he's like blinded by his happiness i guess to have his dad back but we'll get into it but it's kind of sad anyway speaking of bart um rufus is freaking out him and lily haven't even spoken for weeks you know the last time we saw them together rufus had you know said that he wanted a separation or for the time being and they needed to kind of think about things and regroup and things weren't working out and then Bart comes into the picture he's resurrected from the dead and Rufus is freaking out yeah he I, I mean he finds out about he's like looking online reading stuff online um, and he realizes that Lily and Bart never got a divorce well who would need to he was yeah, dead when your husband dies why would you need to do that? <laughs> Who would have thought that yeah. he would come back? Only in Gossip Girl world yes. does this happen. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and so, but then you kind of see Rufus, I feel like, start to fight for Lily. Yeah. So, you know, he kind of comes to the realization, I think, that him and Lily have not talked for a while. Bart came back. Bart, you know, stole Lily from him the first time, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So he's on a mission to get Bart and Lily to have their marriage annulled before anything else happens. Yeah, who do you think is the better partner for Lily? This was bothering me last night when I was watching the episode. Uh, I I love Rufus. Like yeah. I mean, obviously 
when Lily and Bart were together, it was just like a completely loveless marriage, and it was more for the power and the money, which obviously we're seeing that that's what more of Lily's taste, and that's what she's into, and that's what makes her happy, apparently. So, I don't know, I was a huge fan of Rufus and Lily when they first fell in love and their whole backstory of being in love, you know, years before and not being able to be together then and they found each other and it was fate and, you know, they were really like swept away and just on cloud nine and so in love. And now, I mean, now that we've seen how things have played out, I don't know. I just I still have such a soft spot in my heart for Rufus because I feel like he's the one Upper East Sider, I guess, that still has a heart and is still a human. That's pretty much what I felt like. I feel like he's kind of that heart or like the moral compass a lot of times. Yeah. He, he plays that part. And um, and I want her to be with Rufus. Like, I feel like in life, that's who you should choose. Mm-hmm. But when I look at who she's happier with, I kind of see why she's choosing Bart. Because that power and living on the Upper East Side and having that life and that status is so important. So important to her. Bottom line is that's what she wants. And she's kind of in love with the status. It's really not about who she's married to, but Bart yeah. will give her the status. And she's proven that the past couple weeks with mm-hmm. everything going down with Charlie Ivy. But the thing with Rufus is, you know... Because we've seen we've seen so many people come in and out that have, you know, kind of played the Lola role of not wanting to be part of that world. And Rufus kind of started out like that, as well as um, his kids, Dan and Jenny. And obviously Jenny was the first to turn over, turn yeah. the leaf. Yeah. Um, Dan, as much as he says he doesn't want to be in that world, he's so in that world. And he's oh. um, totally, you know, in there. So Rufus is the only person that hasn't changed completely, you know, stayed the same. He loves his Brooklyn life and that's, you know, what's most important to him in a lot of ways, that and his family. And I think he would do anything to have Lily love that life with him. But I think he's realizing that that's not what her dreams are. Totally. And you know what? For all of you AfterBuzz fans who love listening to us do Gossip Girl, go on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, comment, tell us what you think of this season finale, because there's so much going on, and I know that, you know, there's so much to talk about, and there we is. only have, like, an hour, so <laughs> give us your comments. We love list, like hearing what you guys have to say, and commenting back, and interacting, and just being a cute little family (laughs) (laughs) after us family yes yes um so anyway let's move on to lola and nate um nate wants lola to move in with him i kind of felt like that came out of left field to be honest i was like you weren't sure about the relationship she was lying to you like it's been this whole trust issues for most of the season with them since they've gotten together and then all of a sudden it's like, let's move in. We'll have this. Yeah. It was it was very strange. And yeah. That was my immediate reaction. And it's weird because, you know, he, I feel like they haven't been together that long and they just broke up and they just got back together. And it's like, just buy her a nice gift and start small. Which, by the way, if he were to buy her a gift, he should have just logged on to AfterBuzzTV.com and... Clicked the little Amazon link. Very snazzy, Jessica. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. And then he could have bought her something really pretty, like a necklace or something. And it would have been really cool because it would have helped us out on After Buzz TV. And it costs nothing. And it's the same Amazon as if you were to go there regularly, except for you don't have to type it in. You just go to AfterBuzz, which it, is your favorite website yeah, anyway. It's definitely like one of those things where people, you know, a lot of the comments we get are, you know, from emails or iTunes or, you know, people want to actually support us because we are a down, you know, uh, our stuff is downloadable for free. We do that, you know, we hook that up because everyone enjoys, you know, talking about Gossip Girl or whatever. So our thing is, yes, if you do want to help us, stay on that AfterBuzz website, click that banner, and then do all the Amazon shopping you would have done anyway. Way. I mean, it's, exactly. it's it works for everybody. I think Jessica's shirt was purchased through that same process. I don't know. Yeah. And you know what? I've been looking for some new bathing suits since it's summer. I don't know what the weather is around the rest of the country, but it's like 80 degrees here. It, so yeah, I'm definitely hot. ready for beach season. And I went on Amazon to find a cute swimsuit through the AfterBuzz TV yeah, website. I actually just ordered some books because I'm super cool and was looking for new beach reading, same kind of thing, and uh, used went through AfterBuzz, so same deal. There it's you good. go. So, Nate and Lola, moving a little fast for but my taste, I think. I was thinking about it, think back to, I don't know what season it was exactly, but uh, when he was with Blair, mm-hmm. he tried to get Blair to move in with him too. Like yeah. He was like, we'll combine, we'll be between Columbia and NYU and we can live together. Yeah. He might just be that guy who, who wants yeah. to jump in. He's just like super fast and then it never works out. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good sign, Nate. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, his reasoning for it is like, well, she's always here anyway, so it's yeah, I mean, why not? She sleeps here every night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that it's also that um, he really wanted her to be part of his world. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you know what? By moving in, like, there's no denying you're in this world. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, yes, basically, Nate wants her to move in and she apparently can't afford to live in New York. She doesn't have a job and she finds this job as a swing for Wicked, which is basically like um, a, a stand-in or something. Yeah, like a um, a yeah a stand-in yes. or a backup or something. <laughs> exactly a backup. Yeah, there yeah. we go. And I guess it's for multiple characters. That's why it's a swing. Exactly. So she'd basically be touring the country. You know, Nate doesn't want her to leave. She doesn't seem too concerned about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was like, I don't want to leave you either, but I, you know, I can't afford to live in New York. And th- it was weird for me because there wasn't really any emotion there. Like, oh, I'm going to miss you so much. Or like their relationship to me is just weird. It's not very affectionate. And um, she always kind of seems to have some kind of ulterior motive. Yeah, it seems like the more one of them shows that they like the other one, the less the other person, the other person's like running away from that. Exactly. And so when Nate was like, move in with me, it'll be fantastic. She kind of, or she's feeling that because I don't think he had yet revealed that he wanted her to move in at that point. But she's like walking away from it and is like, my career is so important. And at times he's like, the spectator is more important than you. So there's this like give and take between the career and whose career is more important. Right, exactly. And you know what I could do without if another TV show never put this in their script again, I would be totally happy. The whole, oh, you want to talk? Oh, wait, but can I go first? Oh, did you have something to say? And it's like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Really, we've got to think of another way around that because every show uses it and it's just way too predictable every single time. Like, oh, let's talk. Oh, wait, I have something to say too. Okay, you go first. And then they say their story and then it's something devastating and then that person doesn't want to say anything anymore and then they're like, 
oh wait so what did you want to say <laughs> yeah exactly oh I, I agree it is a i think we see it all the time cw soap Everywhere. operas yeah. all that that's like the favorite tool storytelling tool exactly. right there which is funny because that's never happened to me in real life <laughs> i mean <laughs> if i want to say something to someone and they go first i still want to say what i want to say <laughs> yeah it's not so devastating that i'm like oh forget my thing yeah <laughs> it's okay speak your mind girl that is interesting that tv shows will draw that out of you you know it doesn't <laughs> you're right if i'm having a point to me- make i'd like to make that point i'm not gonna <laughs> stop anyways uh, a point to be made let's hit up the uh, after buzz phone lines for gossip girl hello hi it's Susie. Susie, hello how are you tell oh. us everything what oh did you think oh my gosh um i'm so sad it's over and they kind of like left us with a little cliffhanger there oh my um, gosh i know but over overall i thought it was a, like a good episode overall but then like last week i kind of like nitpick it and i'm like Wait, like, I don't know, like, Bart was so annoying during that episode, and um, I don't even, like, why is Charlie Ivy still still there again? Still, oh my gosh. Yeah. What? No, we were agreeing with you. I can't believe she's still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, and, oh, 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 um, Serena, going back to her pre-season one. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, Oh my God, she Serena needs to like get up off her ass and like go back to school or like know, get right? a job or something. I don't so understand why really... you buying drugs and oh my God. So let's talk about that really quick because we were just going to go into that. Just wrapping up real quick with Lola and Nate. Lola apparently gets her mom's half of the estate since mm-hmm. her mom is in jail. Interesting. It's a lot of money apparently and that's when Nate basically says now you could be in our world you always say that you aren't this automatically puts you in there interesting so now we get to the juicy juicy (laughs) juicy part love triangle between serena dan and blair okay oh my god there's this big party a divorce party yeah i was like (laughs) i'm not familiar with such a thing but okay divorce party it is we need an excuse for a party on gossip girl and we're going and it's a huge thing everyone's going yeah it's kind of crazy right Mm -hmm. um Um, i have to say about that divorce party i watched the episode twice and um i have to say the only thing i noticed about the divorce party besides dan and serena um, was how freaking delicious that cake looked. I just wanted to oh, eat oh, it right yeah. then. <laughs> I actually <laughs> noticed that too. I was like, red velvet? <laughs> yeah, I did see yes. the cake. It didn't catch my eye, but I do remember seeing it. I'm not a cake person, I guess. I don't know why. It totally <laughs> did catch my eye. Normally, food on TV shows, I just am like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Move on. But I agree, the cake looked good. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I love that you watched it twice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that good. I could watch it again for sure. Um, yeah. So basically Blair has this little pep talk with her mom. Kind of, you know, who do I choose? Jane Austen-esque situation. Um, and uh, her mom basically tells her that she wants her to take over her company. So I don't know what that advice was, but... <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I think it was, like, to be a career... To be more powerful. Yeah, to be, like, a career woman and not worry, like, either choice will be okay. That was kind of the sense that I had of it and not to worry about it. But yeah. 
I don't know. I and I also thought that, that was a great setup for next season to have her taking totally. over. I can't imagine Blair as like a like a corporate CEO businesswoman. That's the last thing I would have ever imagined for her. Yeah. I feel like she's too catty to run a business. I mean, she doesn't really care about the logistics of what it takes to be a successful thriving company. No, she's all about the schemes. Yeah. And that's not a business. She's going to bring that company down. Yeah. I don't know. So, meanwhile, she's getting ready to go to this party. Dan is pissed because he saw, you know, he's been seeing all the Gossip Girl texts and basically tells her if she cares about him, she will go to this party and tell her, tell him if she loves him and how she feels. Because still she hasn't been able to tell him that she loves him so serena gets penelope the minion or basically threatens her or something to try to stall blair so that she can seduce dan and make him cheat on her cheat on blair with her yes (laughs) you you got it yeah serena serena wants dan and she sees a way of getting it if she can only stall blair yes so I mean, she's basically telling Dan she's in love with him, that she just totally turns against Blair. She's just like, that's how she is. Like, she doesn't care about you. She's using you, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I know we kind of talked about the whole BFFs one day and enemies the next day, but this is just a totally new level. Like, this is Serena just blatantly, you know hating Blair and not caring do you think that her feelings for Dan are genuine or she just really wanted to get back at Blair Um, I kind of was debating the entire time I in some ways because we've seen her want Dan throughout the season a little bit um, with a little jealousy of Blair being with him so there was a little bit of that but I also feel like it was just a slap in the face to Blair a hundred percent just I can be with him watch me do it yeah what do you think Susie yeah, I was thinking about that, too, and I, I literally, it just came to me while I was listening, you know, since the beginning of the, sh- the after show, and so I was thinking, would Serena seems to be obsessed, like, kind of obsessive with Dan, and I'm wondering, I wonder if she would be this obsessed with Dan if her, if him and Blair never actually went out, like, yeah. would, I wonder if she would, like, get over it, like, actually be over him if they never went out, but... Since him and Blair actually went out, I think it, you know, I think it made her want, I think it made her, made, made her more jealous and made her want him more. Yeah. Than, I, you know, yeah. I think that Serena really does love Dan. And I agree that, you know, the fact that, I agree with you, Susie, that the fact that Blair dated him maybe made her want him more because I feel like that's kind of how life always goes. Yeah. But, <laughs> a little bit of that. A yeah. little bit. But, um, but, you know, we saw a little bit of her, you know, regaining these feelings for him earlier in the season before him and Blair went public. Yeah. And so I right. don't doubt that she wants to be back with him. I don't think she went about it the right way. Um and uh, I mean, after what she did, I don't think Dan's really going to give her a chance right now because he's kind of been uninterested at, at, up to this point. And so um, I don't know. 
know. I, th- I think, like, shame on him. Like she said, like, it takes two, and it was both of their fault. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, his analogy, he was like, it was me feeling sorry for myself and trying to ease my pain, and it was you being malicious. Still, same thing. Like, oh, you screwed yeah. up. You no, know? 100%. But, um, I mean, she was going to record it and send it to Gossip Girl, and that's just I, way over the top. I think that's when I realized it wasn't just about her love for Dan. It was absolutely something more than that. Because if you were just in love with Dan, it wouldn't matter that Blair knew about it or that she were going to send it off to Gossip Girl. He, she would just want to be with him. And, I mean, as messed up as that is, it's yeah. way less messed up totally. than sending it off. Totally. And you know what? Like, I um, I thought that, because we, you know, I'm a huge Serena Dan fan. I, I am too. <laughs> and so at first I was like, oh my gosh, look, they're going to get back together. And I, you know, I wasn't, you know, I'm, I don't condone cheating, but there is still that part of me that was like, oh, yay, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> and, you know, Roxy always gives me a hard time because they're apparently siblings, but not anymore if Rufus and Lily are breaking up. Yeah. So um, yeah. there was like a small part of me that was excited at first. And then when I realized what she was doing, I got like really upset with her. And I was like, that's so not cool. Not cool. Um, but yeah, what do you what can you do? Yeah, I think that uh, when Serena, you know, what she didn't see coming was that when Dan figured it all out, it wasn't just that he was upset with her or whatever. He is shutting him her out of his life mm-hmm. and saying, like, no, this is not okay. And, like, you've kind of seen her, him not interested, but to really shut the door on their friendship, their relationship, everything that they've been through. They were, you know, siblings, all yeah. of that, to shut the door on all of that is an interesting thing and to see how what dan how dan deals with it too all right well before we go to commercial Susie, any final thoughts on uh what you thought or what you know what you're looking forward to for next season um well one thing i wanted to say is i think bart bass is a hypocrite because why can he have lily but chuck can't have wick exactly so i hated that this episode and I mean, I, I'm just, oh, and I get, I'm kind of curious to see where Georgina goes next, like, what's happening with that next season, but yeah. only only a little bit. But, but, you know, the obvious thing I'm looking forward to is Chuck and Blair, but um, I hope it's going to be a good season. I hope last yeah. season, so I'm, I'm looking excited. forward to it. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling in on our last Gossip Girl episode for the next three months. I know, crazy. Thank <laughs> you so much. I, I know. You. And, uh, I know. Thank you. I just wish I could have seen Roxy freak out about Kevin Blair. But yeah, she like would her. be freaking out for sure right now. I feel like I, I know, wanted I to text her, and then I was like, wait, she's not in the country. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wanted to see her reaction too. So. Great. Yeah. Um, well, but I cannot wait to call in September or, and I hope it, I hope it doesn't start in January. I really hope it doesn't. Oh my gosh. But I'll die. Too long to wait. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. But regardless, I will talk to you guys um, in your next after show. Thank you so much Thanks, for letting me Susie. give my opinions and everything. You're amazing. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, Normally, we go to commercial and then we have after buzz news and gossip, but we have so much going on in this episode that we still have more to talk about. We haven't even wrapped up the episode yet, so we're going to go to a quick commercial and then we're going to talk some more gossip. 
<laughs> hey everybody, John Comerford here. I've got my Mad Men with me. Kevin Undergaro. Phil Svitak. For all you fans of Mad Men, we're your AfterBuzz TV hosts of Mad Men. Every Sunday right after the show, 9.30, we're breaking down the episode. And you can also check us out on iTunes and YouTube the following morning. We're going to get into the imagery, the symbolism, the structure. We give you all the information on Mad Men that the other podcasts out there don't. Very insightful. You're going to love it. Check us out. Please. Hello, everybody. We are the L.A. Complex crew, and we are here with Andre Fuller from the L.A. Complex, who plays Caldrick King. And you can catch L.A. Complex every Tuesday night on the CW at 9 o'clock. After that, come to our AfterBuzz TV show, where we do a recap of the L.A. Complex. We talk about Raquel. We talk about sex tapes. We talk about, you know, relationships. And you can catch us live at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you can't catch us live, go ahead and swing over to YouTube the next day. You can rate, you can comment, watch us, iTunes, same thing, download, rate, comment. And we would love to hear your feedback, and we'd love to support, guys. So please, please, please support us and support the LA Complex. Buzz you later. Guys, this is the AfterBuzz TV crew for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see... Adrian Vero. Deanna Vaughn. Susan Hahn, Giselle Ugardi. Buzz you later! After Buzz TV, what do you want to buzz about? All right, we're back. All right, After Buzz fans, we know you guys love us. We love you guys. And we have something really, really cool for all of you out there. Gamefly.com, check it out. It's like Netflix for video games. It's super cool. They have over eight thousand games for playstation xbox wii anything i know i personally am obsessed with wii uh, me too i play it with my brothers all the time it's girls guys no matter how old you are you could totally use it you could use it for exercise you could use it for bowling <laughs> yeah my roommates and i play it far too often yeah so. my brothers are obsessed with super smash and so <laughs> every time i go visit home i end up spending the majority of my time on the Wii. Seems like a good way to spend your time. <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder which uh, Gossip Girl, you know, character would be a big game flyer. But real quick, before you get into that, uh, what it is, yes, 15-day free trial. If you want to get that, just uh, do it Do it as I say, which is uh, Gamefly.com slash TV. That's going to get you the 15-day free trial, and we love to give you guys these inform- you know, this type of information. When Whenever we can hook you up, we will give it to you. So. Totally. So and for the video game world, there you go. New games are always available, so you could find anything on there like i said over eight thousand games so super cool anyway xoxo we're back (laughs) nice transition (laughs) um jam-packed episodes i know still much more to talk about still so much more to talk about so serena and dan hook up okay serena was gonna record it she was gonna send it to gossip girl and kind of get back that I don't know about that sound effect. <laughs> this is like malicious. <laughs> well, anyway. I didn't see the episode, so I thought maybe it was a blissful hookup. I guess it was more like condoning the cheating of Dan on Blair with Blair's best friend Serena. I guess I misunderstood. <laughs> no, we'll forgive you this time, Ronnie. All right. Um, we need like a dun dun dun. I will work on it. <laughs> In the meantime, I'll just do it. Dun, dun, dun. So anyway, uh, Dan finds out, basically, which which 
was kind of weird, you know? It's kind of like Susie was saying, you start nitpicking, you're like, oh, because that happens. Like, he just stumbles across her phone, and he's like, oh, hey, wait, your phone's on record. Oh, hey, wait, let me check your text messages. Oh, wait, you were stalling Blair so that you could hook up with me and get back at her? It was weird. But needless to say, not cool. Dan was pissed. Um, And Serena... Always trying to explain herself, always trying to justify her horrible, horrible actions, and always not making any sense. Yeah. So, um, like we said earlier, she kind of tried, you know, to pull the whole, I love you, and, I mean, she's still, even after everything went down, was still professing her love for Dan, and, I mean, maybe that was supposed to make it better, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what they just were trying to make it okay, and I don't think it, they could make it okay. Yeah. I'm not sure that worked. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, at this divorce party, Chuck and his dad are supposed to be, you know, um, announcing his, not his r- resurrection, that too, but also, you know, him coming back to the company and then taking back his title and them being partners. But good old Bart screws over his son and basically says, I am now the sole bass. It was so painful to watch that moment of, like, thanks for keeping my seat warm for me. Yeah. Like, now I'm back and yeah. you're out of the company. It was just like, how cold-blooded can you be? This is your son. And it was so, like, I have such a soft spot in my heart for Chuck right now, especially because he's gone through so much with his emotions. He's, like, on this roller coaster. And he's basically just like, what the hell was all that about? And Bart is just like, you're, you know, you put Blair number one before you put the company. And since I've yeah. been gone you know you've the company's almost fallen apart you know she, i mean he used the money from the company to pay off her marriage to the prince yeah. or her whatever yeah. you call it yeah um and it's funny because as bart started naming off the things it's like i mean obviously they all happened over a course of how many seasons but you're just kind of like oh yeah but I mean, still, I don't think he deserved to be ousted from the company altogether. And it kind of sucks that Bart, you know, tested him with the whole trying to convince him to get back with Blair thing. That's what I felt like. And I, it's not like the company is on its last legs. It's doing fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure where he has the right to be like, well, I faked my own death. You did made all these decisions. He, Blair was like his family for a minute there. Yeah. And no one. Yeah, he had no one, and Blair was there for him. So, of course, he's going to do anything he can to keep Blair safe, happy, what have you. And then to be punished for it seemed really, really awful. Yeah. And then, I mean, he, you know, Bart brought back the engagement ring and just kind of put Chuck in, like, he knows Chuck so well, and just put them, hit him back in that place where he's considering, you know, Maybe I should propose. Maybe I should try to win her back. I mean, he loves her. Like, it's love. I'm sorry, Bart, if you've been in a loveless marriage your whole life (laughs) and you don't know what it's like to be in love, but it's possible to be successful and be in love at the same time and have them both work out. (laughs) I I agree with you. Best of both worlds. Seriously, it's not that hard. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just thought he was really harsh. He was telling Chuck that he hasn't grown up one bit and he needs a man to run the company and not a boy. And I mean, like you said, Chuck's been by himself doing this all on his own for the past couple years now, you know, and 
the company's doing well. It, like, yeah, it had a few hiccups, but um, it's still, I think it's still thriving. But we have a phone call, so let's see who wants to talk about Gossip Girl. Hello. What's your name? Hello. Where are you from? Yeah, my name's Sylvester. Hi, Sylvester. Hi. Thanks for calling. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to give, like, a guy's view real quick. Oh, totally. We're Please. excited. Yes. Tell us. <laughs> Excuse my view, though. I'm in, a, I'm in a little bad mood because my team just lost. Oh, who's your uh, team? Heat. Who? Miami. Oh. <laughs> we were like, You got wait. cut off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Miami, oh, got we're it. sorry right. for your loss. Tell us about your, your Gossip Girl take. Um, uh, I'm not sure how far y'all got. Have y'all got past, like, the Blair and Chuck situation? Or We're in that right now. Boy. So tell us tell us a little bit about uh, yeah. what you think. I just feel like uh, the writers, they, they're not doing any of the guys on the show any justice. Like, every one of the guys is, is willing to give up everything, and the girls are just, like, take, like, they, like, they make it seem take like it all the granted. girls... All they do is just take advantage of the guy's generosity or the guy's love for them. And at the end, they always try to portray the guy as being either the cruel one or... But that has to that. that has to play into, you know, the demographic of the show. I mean, you know, the women could look into that as like, oh, you know, it's like one of those moments. But it is interesting that you have that viewpoint. I mean, that is that's that's definitely like why we like the phone calls. Yeah, I love to hear your viewpoint on that, because I definitely kind of agree with you because, you know, they mentioned that today when when Blair came out after Chuck and his dad had their falling out and Blair came out to basically tell Chuck that. She chooses him and he was just like, you know, I've always thrown myself out there for you. You've always I put you first all the time. And now all of a sudden you want to put me first. And I, I, I agree with you, Sylvester. Yeah. That yeah, like cause it's, it's funny because Blair's last two relationships, either be Louie, he put her first, Dan put her first. And yet she still was choosing somebody else. Yeah. And with Chuck, when he finally decided to put her first. She chooses somebody else again and again, so that's why I'm like, yeah. I don't get, I don't. And it's yeah. it's hard, too, because with Chuck, you know, he's always kind of been the bad boy. He's always had a little bit of a bad reputation. So when he fell in love and started being Mr. Sweet Boy, everyone was a little surprised, but didn't really put it past, like, put much thought to it. But for Dan, who's always been, like, that hopeless romantic. Super loyal. To super the loyal. So for Blair to take advantage of him when, you know, he wasn't ever really a part of that whole environment was definitely... Um, shocking and and no one really ever yeah it's, mentioned it it's interesting because a lot of the gossip girl characters blair and serena they are you know these powerful girls and so it's interesting to see kind of that relationship with the guys and how the guys um yeah yeah we'll we'll kind of yeah so sylvester like, are you not like a fan real- of uh blair and chuck reuniting rekindling the flame um i'm I feel like the writers have, like, ruined it to a point that even if they do get a happy ending, they haven't shown anything that in the future that, like, even if they end the show next year, that in the in the minds of the fans that either Blair or Chuck are going to end up happy together because every, every time they try happiness, they always seem to sabotage it. Totally. Just, just yeah. by, yeah. So I'll see how any of the 
uh, uh, Chuck and Blair fans can think that even if you see them running off happy together at the last scene, that it's going to last any longer if they haven't shown it throughout that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Blair could ever just be. Yeah, I... Yeah, I, like... I think she is the yeah, schemer yeah. in all this. She's always looking, done. even when she's at her happiest, like she says that Chuck has made her the happiest she's ever been, she's always still looking for something more. Like, it's never enough. She, and for Chuck, it's like she's enough. And I think he mentioned that tonight. Like, she's always enough. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, what what's in it for Chuck this time? Like, why should he believe that, you know, Blair's in it for real now after all of these on and offs and her changing her mind and you know yeah it's a it's a great question for sure i i think it's a really hard they're gonna have a really hard road with the trust issues that they both seem to have with each other yeah well anything else sylvester oh i just wanted to just say my dance soliloquy i feel sad for i feel bad for dan and whatever uh, his future plans i uh with this uh new book i hope it turns a lot of heads in upper east side Oh, I'm sure yeah. it will. I think it's going to be a bombshell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Sylvester. We really, no problem, really no appreciate it. I love yeah. hearing your take on it. I love the guy's perspective. Yeah, and, it's great you to know, hear from you. For me, as a girl, hopeless romantic, I'm always about the mushy-mushy, <laughs> but I love hearing uh-huh. a different side. So thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all for having me. Y'all have a good course. night. You too. All right. Sorry about Miami. <laughs> <laughs> all righty. Well, <laughs> so... Wrapping it up a little bit, you know, basically, like we said, Blair confessed her love for Chuck. She chooses Chuck kind of like a little uh, I choose you notebook moment, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was this love triangle that we've seen all kind of season finally come to that head. And she'd be like, you're the one. You're, you're, You're the guy. And yeah. And you know what? I think it's interesting because I always knew that this point was going to come. I kept telling Roxy, obviously, they will end up together. So it's interesting for them to leave the episode on this cliffhanger. Like, will they get together? Will they not? And it'll be interesting to see how the writers keep us interested because we've seen this before. And, you know, something it's got to be something different. Yeah, I hope that in the final season we see them kind of raise the stakes a little bit. Yeah. We've seen a lot of a lot of these things before and if they can come up with ways to raise the stakes, I think it'll be a great season. Definitely. So, wrapping things up a little bit, um like we said, Dan is pissed. Yes. Rightfully so, rightfully <laughs> so, so angry. Um so, you know, clearly Blair's not going to Italy with him. Um no. and Georgina gets in the car. And he basically gives Blair's ticket to Georgina. Like, what? I like, know. why is she back in the picture again? <laughs> we, oh. You can't get rid of her. I she know. is just the person who was there to start the pot. Georgina will for sure, like, she'll be in the series finale. Whether or not she's in the whole season, she'll for sure be in the finale. Um, so basically, Dan is scheming now. And he, I think, like, his anger is just taking over. And um, he basically tells Georgina that he needs her help finding all of the dirtiest, juiciest gossip and how to write this book about the Upper East Side, which he should have done a long time ago. Yeah, and I feel like this book, it's really just spiteful. Like, mm-hmm. that's what it seems like. Like, I'm going to screw over everyone who's helped me, been my friend along the way, and here it goes, and here's the bombshells. Yeah, and you know what? I'm kind of... Uh 
wait, we have a few more things. So <laughs> Lily and Rufus decide to get their marriage annulled. Not a mutual decision, but Lily decides to go back with Bart, which is weird because um, speaking of their loveless relationship, they kiss on the cheek because they're so happy instead of kissing on the lips. That was interesting. So weird and awkward. And... <laughs> Uh, Char no Lola, Lola, <laughs> Lola, Lola Charlie, Charlie. Yes, Lola decides to give her mom's share of the estate to Charlie Ivy, which means she's going to be back in the picture for the rest of the season. Ugh. And I, I know was very that's upset about I, that. you can't stand. I cannot stand that girl. I'm so sorry. And last but not least, Nate gets um, a video mailed from Diana, who says with a note that says is this your gossip girl and it has a hooded person yeah. like snooping around I yeah snooping on around camera. and I couldn't figure out who it was so if you have any ideas tweet me please tweet, tweet us please <laughs> I thought it looked like a man I was so confused I don't think it's Georgina yeah. but it looked like a man to me I, I, I don't know I like the idea of what you guys are saying tweet you know you two Jessica yes. and Stephanie like your opinions because this show does have you asking a lot of questions yes. I obviously don't follow it as much as Jessica and Stephanie but at the same Which time what, I, well, when I watched it with you the one time Jess I did like it but here's the point too I'll get you on next uh, season I'll, I'll I'm into it. Um, and, and going off that, we definitely just appreciate all the iTunes comments because a show like this will allow even the girls here to think of things we didn't even think about yes. post the show. Because we watch the show, we come in here, we recap it. So iTunes, we definitely appreciate that. Keep the comments coming and the rating. It, it definitely does good things for AfterBuzz. So you yes. guys did good for the season. You, you riled me up a little bit. Oh, it was good. <laughs> it was so good. And we want to thank our AfterBuzz fans for sticking with us all season. It's been a long one and it's been a good one. So I'm so, so so excited for what's to come next season. A little bit of a hiatus, but it's going to be worth it. So, like we said, tweet at us, at I am Jessica King. At Stephanie Wenger. Keep the comments coming. We will definitely still be very interactive, and we love to chat with you guys. So, keep it coming. We love you guys. Mwah! Thank you so much. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, XOXO. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 